Hi, this is Paddy Billington, and welcome to episode 7 of the Visit Scarborough podcast. Coming up in this episode, I speak to John Senior. He is the chairman of the South Bay Traders Association in Scarborough. We'll be talking about how your favourite tourism businesses in South Bay have been coping during the latest national lockdown. And John's also instrumental in the Armed Forces Day event in Scarborough. And it's supposed to be the national one this year. So what are the chances of that going ahead? We'll chat about that too. Also coming up, you tell us about your favourite places to stay, your favourite hotels and guest houses and holiday parks, etc. Also, our gem this week is the Spa Bridge in Scarborough South Bay. And we've got some tourism news as well. I always start the podcast with a thank you to you for listening to the Visit Scarborough podcast, which continues to grow week by week. Thank you so much for your support. And I hope you're enjoying us bringing a bit of Scarborough to you during lockdown. Hopefully it's not going to be too long before you're able to visit Scarborough once more. Right, let's get underway with my guest this week. This is John Senior, Chairman of the South Bay Traders Association in Scarborough, covering many of your favourite tourism businesses along Foreshore Road and the Harbourside in Scarborough. John, first question, how are businesses in South Bay coping with no visitors during this latest national lockdown? Well, I think um, third time on, uh, we're kind of used to it. I think we've, we've got into our groove now and we're now, you know, vaccines coming, there's a lot of good news ahead. And I think we're now pretty relaxed about where we sit. And, and we're very much looking forward to being able to get going again uh, into April and May. I, I think we're all aware that we're not in any massive rush. We don't want to get it wrong. Um, we're right at the kind of the dawn moment, so uh, it is important that we, we stay patient. Um, but yeah, it's exciting, I think, that uh, we're hopefully on the edge of, um, well, of a different chapter of, the, of the, the whole virus escapade. It was such a shock, wasn't it, last March and April and May, with all that amazing warm sunshine that we had in Scarborough as well, seeing the place absolutely empty, and there was a lot of worry, a lot of fear. Um, uh, you know, it, it was such a strange time. I mean, yes, we have, in a way, got used to it now, uh, but there is still an element of uncertainty as well. D- do you feel that? Or, I mean, you sound pretty optimistic, to be honest. Well, I do. I mean, all this started on my 60th birthday. The 23rd of March 19, 2020 was my 60th birthday. So uh, my birthday party was out the window and uh, and we started what I, what I think most of us knew was going to be a pretty long haul. I think most people knew that if it was a virus and without a vaccine, um, you know, this was going to be a year, maybe 18 months uh, in getting through it, at the very least, to be honest. So um, we started, you know, last March. Uh, with a pretty pretty difficult outcome. But we were lulled into a false sense of security with the weather, as you say, and then we were allowed sort of loose in the summer. And then all of a sudden, wham, you know, it hit us hard uh, in, in November, October time, and, and even more so since. Um, but I, I think there is a definite feeling of we're all frightened. I mean, we, I think it would be a very foolish person to say that we've not been frightened. And I think now that the that there is... Um, the vaccination is with the, those of us are over 70, well, not, not me, but those of them over 70, 70 uh, 65, I think, the, the vaccine is all, is all, has been carried out by many. Um, but for the rest of us, it's that sort of pretty frightening moment where you, you've got salvation just around the corner. Um, and it's like you don't want to be the one that cops it just before the, you know, the end of hostilities, really. So uh, I think it is a bit of a frightening time, but we, we will get through it. I mean, we are getting through it, there's no doubt. That this country has risen to the challenge and you know and dealt with it as, as well as it possibly can do i think 
Yeah, a lot of people uh, who are leaving comments on the Visit Scarborough social media pages are really missing Scarborough. I mean, when people are allowed to return again, um, you know, as long as it is safe and as long as everyone follows the regulations, I mean, we are... I feel like on the cusp of a, of a real tourism boom, boom for the area. I, I think so. And I mean, last summer was certainly, um, it was great to see people coming to the seaside and enjoying, you know, an honest day on the beach at Scarborough. And, I, and that was being, you know, that was happening around the country. And I think perhaps it's been a long time in coming, but what we do at Scarborough and, and uh, yeah, at other holiday resorts around the country, Cornwall, North Yorkshire, Finley, Whitby, etc., is a, a really wholesome day out or five days holiday or a week's holiday or whatever. And I think people have got sort of, they've had their heads turned by, you know, going to Europe and having a sun holiday and all the rest of it. But I think actually there's an awful lot of honesty in the tradition of what we've been doing at the seaside here in the UK. And I think it's that familiarity that has really reassured people in their time of need when they really need to get out and have something that was familiar. And I know that was speaking for myself to go down on the seafront and have an ice cream or a bacon sandwich and a cup of coffee, even right now, is that little bit of stability, that little bit of normality that makes me remember, you know, what life is all about and where we are what you know why it's all worth fighting for and um yeah so i think it's it's hopefully i think we are going to have um yeah a, a couple of good years um from the point of view of unfortunately people aren't going to be able to go anywhere else but what is important is that we raise our standards as a resort and and really fulfill people's expectations so when they come to scarborough they say well we have had a fabulous time and we want to come back so good edu- you know good um accommodation great restaurants good cafes great coffee great beaches cleanliness and plenty of toilets plenty of parking and all that sort of thing and people will come back because it's such a wonderful place beautiful place to visit well stay there john we're going to talk more very very soon my guest this week is john senior chairman of the south bay traders association in scarborough we're going to talk in a few moments about the chances of scarborough hosting the national armed forces day at the end of june this year like it's supposed to it was meant to last year obviously due to covid19 that didn't happen it's been rescheduled for the end of june this year but what are the chances that it is going to happen john is instrumental in armed forces day in scarborough so great person to ask we'll chat more very shortly right now though on our social media pages this week you've been replying to this question where are your favorite accommodation places to stay in scarborough when you visit thank you for all the comments uh, steve lansdowne loves to stay at the rivelin hotel ian westbury likes carton house on the south cliff glenn ormrod says i was really happy with the boston hotel hope to stay there again it was a lovely place the boston hotel's on the uh, the cliff top in North Bay. Lizzie Bramley says, I stayed at Pinewood Park a few times and the Cavendish as well. Uh, Pinewood Park is uh, on the A170, just outside Scarborough, on top of the hill there. Amazing views and it's a really quite unique um, place to stay. It's a great place, Pinewood Park. Susan Kermit-Millan says, La Bea on Blenheim Terrace is our go-to. It's very clean, very comfortable and above all, safe. And Jamie, Elaine and Tony are wonderful hosts. They're helpful and friendly. It's our home away from home. Thank you, Susan. And I love that phrase, our home away from home. That is exactly uh, what you want, really, isn't it? In in an accommodation, in in a place to stay on your holiday. So we'll do some more of those comments from our Facebook page, our Instagram page and Twitter as well. And don't forget to follow Visit Scarborough on social media. Regularly putting out images and videos of how Scarborough's looking. So if you are missing your visits to Scarborough you can see just how fabulous it's still looking and what you've got to look forward to when you're able to visit again also our gem this week is the Spa Bridge in Scarborough South Bay it's a 
fabulous bridge uh, built in the 1800s. But I reckon I'm going to give you some facts about it that you probably didn't know. So that's on the way soon as well. Right now, let's speak more to John Senior, uh, Chairman of the South Bay Traders Association, on Episode 7 of the Visit Scarborough podcast. John, Armed Forces Day. Scarborough's due to host the national event. It's always a massive, massive event. This would be truly off the scale. But what do you think the chances are that we will be able to host the National Armed Forces Day event as planned this year? Well, I, you know, we, we, I can't make any comment. I don't know anything at all about whether uh, what is happening uh, in June, June this year. Um, but obviously, common sense will prevail, and and whatever we can do and is sensible to do, you know, will be done. I know that Scarborough Council, you know, they worked extremely hard through this lockdown period to make sure that businesses got their grants uh, quickly and effectively. That the, the resort uh, was appropriately. Uh, open when it needed to be and appropriately not open when it didn't need to be either um so they they have done a pretty decent job and i I know that you know in all our hearts we'd love to be able to do it whether it's practical or not i can't say but it's safe it will be whatever is safe to do and if not there'll always be another year and whether it's a national armed forces day or not scarborough has always put on in my opinion and i think in the opinion of the armed forces too the very best Armed Forces Day that, um, that the, the country puts on anyway. So I, I'm not too fussed about whether it's a National Armed Forces Day or not. We do a fabulous job here in Scarborough. We're a forces-friendly town. One thing I'm so excited to see again, and isn't it going to feel amazing? Are we really going to appreciate it? That moment when uh, South Bay in Scarborough is full of visitors again on a packed beach on a warm, sunny day. And people are walking up and down the promenades, enjoying boat trips and fish and chips and ice cream and, and just enjoying this amazing resort. That, that will be a wonderful moment, won't it? That, that first really busy day. Do you know what I'm looking forward to, actually? Uh, this is, you know, I'm looking forward to shaking somebody's hand and giving somebody a cuddle. I used to like, you know, giving somebody a cuddle, but shaking somebody's hand to me, I, I, I get in terrible trouble going forward with my hand out, and I have to kind of pull it back in again. So that, for me, will we'll know it's sort of not over, but it's certainly uh, the, 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 the new day is dawning when we can do that. Yeah, yeah. By then, you'll have got used to not doing it. And, uh... and uh, well, I'm all, well, we're almost there, aren't we, Paddy? That's the problem. <laughs> got to not be there. We've got to remember that we need to see people's faces. We need to smile and we need to give each other a big cuddle. Absolutely. Right, well, I look forward to, uh, <laughs> to that moment. We can have a hug, John. All right, pal. You take care. That was John Senior, Chairman of the South Bay Traders Association. Thank you so much, John, for being on Episode 7 of the Visit Scarborough podcast. Okay, on the way soon, the Spa Bridge. That's this week's gem. A beautiful and very historic bridge between the Grand Hotel and Scarborough Spa and near the Rotunda Museum in the South Bay. Some facts about that that maybe you've not heard before. Right now, more on this week's topic. Where are your favourite places to stay when you visit Scarborough? Your favourite accommodation providers? Joanne Aitken says, Green Gables Hotel. My, my girls love to have their yearly trip there. Fingers crossed we can visit this summer. And Emma Jink says, we always stay at this hotel. We all love it. It's actually where I learned to swim when I was a child, you know. Uh, swimming pool there, and it's uh, next to Folsgrave Park as well. It's right at the base of the, the hill which makes up the park. Folsgrave Park is a lovely place to have a little wander and explore. And if you've got dogs, it's, it's great as well. Jack Berry says, Western Hotel. And Trudy Purvis says, Brylene Apartments, well-situated, self-contained, handy for the town centre and South Bay. And Abby Jane Phillips says, Carlton House in Scarborough on the South Cliff. They serve the best breakfast. It's also dog-friendly. Our chunk loves it there. We'll do some more of your comments on that very soon. 
You're listening to episode seven of the Visit Scarborough podcast. Don't forget you can subscribe to the Visit Scarborough podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, including iTunes and Spotify. And you can listen to all episodes at visitscarborough.com forward slash podcast. If you do have the opportunity, please do leave a review and like the podcast. It really helps. Now it's time for this week's gem, which is the Spa Bridge or the Cliff Bridge, as it's also known. It was built all the way back in 1827. It stands 75 feet high and spans 414 feet across the valley between the Grand Hotel and St Nicholas Cliff and Scarborough's South Cliff. And it was because of the discovery of the spa waters in Scarborough in the 1600s and the popularity of the southern part of the town, which led to the creation of the new Cliff Bridge Company in 1826. The bridge was built quickly at a cost of £7,000. That's well over half a million in today's money. The opening ceremony was held on the 19th of July, 1827. A mail coach pulled by horses raced across the bridge to celebrate the opening. Quite possibly the only vehicle ever to cross the bridge. It is still a footbridge only. Very quickly, it became a toll bridge with booths at both the northern and southern end of the bridge. You could even get season tickets to give you unlimited access to the bridge and the spa for one, two or four week periods. It wasn't until the 1950s that the tolls were removed. A wander across the bridge gives you fantastic views over the South Bay in one direction and towards the Rotunda Museum and the Valley Gardens in the other direction. And it still serves a purpose, giving people the opportunity to walk between the town centre and Scarborough's spa complex without any sudden steep climbs or descents. Looks pretty good on Instagram as well. This week's gem, the Cliff Bridge or Spa Bridge in Scarborough. I'm Paddy Billington and this is episode 7 of the Visit Scarborough podcast. Thank you so much for listening and make sure you check out the website too, visitscarborough.com. It's completely independent of the official tourism authority. It is just run by me. It's a chance to show off my passion for Scarborough to future visitors to the town. So please do check out the website. There's lots on there, visitscarborough.com. We're going to round up in a moment we're going to finish off in a moment with more of your comments on your favorite places to stay in scarborough your favorite accommodation providers right now though tourism news and there's only really one story dominating this week and that is that scarborough borough council has broken off its agreement with the developer behind the cinema complex which was planned for the north bay this was meant to be a multi-screen cinema with restaurants and shops and some apartments as well close to the uh, sands complex on the site of the former atlantis water park very close to p-zone park as well it was it's going to be a big development but um i mean certainly locals will have felt for a, for a good few years now like it was unlikely to really happen uh, the date for when building work would start kept getting moved you might have seen the banners coming in 2018 coming in 2019 and then they just disappeared those banners so not a massive surprise for locals uh, but of course it does impact uh, future development because um, not only is it not being built but now the council are starting from scratch so they're going to create a new vision for what should go in this real prime location next to p-zone park next to the beach in scarborough's north bay and next to the sands complex so we will see what happens there what they come up with Uh, But hopefully something will go in this prime spot in the not-too-distant future. We will wait and see. That's the main tourism news uh, story this week in Scarborough. It is big news as well, because that would have been 
a huge attraction really for visitors to Scarborough with restaurants and shops and that multi-screen cinema because would you believe it you may or may not know this Scarborough does not have and hasn't had a multi-screen cinema ever so that was uh, that was something that people locally were looking forward to and I know a lot of visitors would have enjoyed that as well well big thank you for your comments on the Visit Scarborough Facebook page uh, Twitter and Instagram as well the question we've asked you this week for episode 7 your favourite places to stay in Scarborough. Where are they? The hotels, the guest houses, the holiday parks, the self-catering. Kirsty McLaughlin says, The rock side in Scarborough for me. Those beautiful views and tasty breakfasts. Can't wait to get back there. Joanne Stanley has a holiday flat on the Esplanade. I'm missing those stunning views so much. I am not surprised. Claire Beaton says, The Gordon Hotel. And Janet Patterson replies saying we always stay there too. Handy for the open-air theatre, a lovely breakfast, and we just love Lawrence. He is so obliging. Linda Rose says a B&B called Levante, lovely, friendly place, very relaxing. Fraser Armitage says the Sands, fantastic. Claire Cairn says we've stayed over the years at the Ambassador, the Cumberland and the Kimberley. Charlotte Taylor likes the Sands as well. Sarah Etheridge says the Iona Hotel on Trafalgar Square. Pam Robinson, when my kids were young, we stayed at the Sunnyside on North Marine Road, but recently stayed at the Clifton, the Ivanhoe over the pub at Scorby Mills, and most recently going a bit more upmarket with the Sands. Dawn Road says we used to stay at Handsworth Holiday Flats on Queen's Parade when I was a child. Used to be next to the Cricketers Pub. Think it's private flats now. Since then, I've stayed at the Boundary, the Howdale, the Rockside, the Clifton, the Royal and the Royal Sands Apartments. We've also hired beach chalets on the north side. When I was a kid, my favourite things were Kinderland, Atlantis, going to the arcades to watch my granddad play bingo. Those were the days when he actually won items like clocks and kettles, etc. I love Scarborough so much. I have so many memories there and love making more with my own family. Dawn then says, I'm sorry for rambling. Dawn, we love your memories. That's what this podcast is all about. Getting nostalgic and getting passionate for Scarborough. Love it. Dawn Lawson says, we stayed in a brilliant Airbnb with amazing views of both bays. It was incredible watching the sunset over the North Bay. That sounds good. Julie Barker, Thornhurst Hotel. Lovely people own it. Very friendly. Always had holidays at Scarborough when I was a child. Still love Scarborough. If I could, I would move there. When my dad died, we scattered his ashes near the lighthouse as he loved Scarborough as well and used to be in the Navy. I think Scarborough has a very friendly atmosphere. The local people are always very welcoming to you as well. That's what we like to try and be, Julie. Thank you for that. And Chris Gray says, Burnison Road Caravan Site, now Alpamari Water Park. Six weeks summer holidays, we used to have to take the caravan off-site every second Saturday morning, then recite it a couple of hours later. Scarborough Corporation rules. Great times. Then before we moved here with my wife, uh, we used to stay at the Royal and the Palm Court as well. Thank you so much for all of these. Oh, one more. Kath Wheatley loves Willow Dean Guesthouse on Columbus Ravine. And uh, they say thank you on that on that comment. Uh, well worthy of a mention. Willow Dean is brilliant. All right, thank you so much for all of your comments on uh, your favourite places to stay in Scarborough. Fingers crossed it won't be too long before you can start booking those visits once more. The Visit Scarborough podcast is an MPB production. Thank you so much for listening to episode seven. Don't forget to like, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. And I'll see you on episode eight. <laughs>